This is Jeff. It's Tuesday, the first of Feb. I'm back in bad guy and you're listening to Running Crunch. Let's go. Hey guys, sorry it's been a little bit since my last episode. This is episode six. I took a, I had a trip for a week. I went to uh, Washington, D.C. Got a chance to spend four or five days with my wife. Went to a conference. Sorry about the noise. Went entirely too fast, but it was great. Great to be with my wife. Great to be back in the world for a little bit. But now I'm back in Baghdad. Back to my current reality. And out for a run on my normal path. So, again, sorry. Right off the bat in my podcasting career. Took about a week break, but I'm back now. So here we go. There's some helicopters, two Blackhawks, and on our last podcast we haven't heard much but cars, but helicopters are a big deal here, so I'm sure you'll hear them more and more as I go on my runs. <clears throat> Probably going to breathe a little heavy today, I'm a little tired. From the big trip, arrived last night, and uh, so I have a feeling my fitness won't be great today. I'm just gonna go for a short run, about three miles, just to get back into it. I did run. I guess we'll do a training update, right? I did run while I was in D.C. It was all on the treadmill. I didn't pack. Well, I couldn't pack. I, packed really lightly. I don't have any real winter running gear. And it was cold and uh, snowy in DC. In fact, the only shoes I brought were my Vibram Five Fingers. So I didn't even really have good running shoes. Um, Well, I say that. I love my Vibram. But in that weather, not having run in them very much and not knowing what the trails would be like or even what a good trail would be I just decided not to run in my Vibrams outside so I ran on a treadmill I think I ran four times five times the day I got there um, I got there early in the morning and I had all day so I could check in the hotel. My wife wasn't there yet. So I got a one day pass to Gold's Gym, which was cool. So I did a run on the treadmill about four and a half miles, I guess. And then uh, I did 10 minutes of pills just because I had time and I was bored. I did a little bit, 10 minutes of, 10 minutes of a little bit of hill work. And then I did a 5K easy row 
on the rowing machine. So, pretty good workout for that day. And we stayed at Embassy Suites, which had a, had a great gym. I'll be quiet for a second. Hi. For a hotel gym, it was really exceptional. Great treadmills. And all the equipment was really good. Even had weights, although I didn't use them. But, uh, so I got to run while I was there. I intended on running every day. But, being there with my wife and then also developing a pretty serious blister. It's actually a series of blisters on my left foot because of the vibram. I, um, I took some days off. So, I did not get through all of January running every day, but I got through most of it. Not upset at all. Quite happy, actually. So, let's see. As far as training goes, my um, mileage was about 100 miles for January. A little bit more than that. Um, ran about 25 miles a week which obviously adds up to about 100 over 4 weeks be quiet for a minute So I feel good for my goal of getting to a thousand miles in 2011. First month went, went really well. I only really need about 80 something miles a month. So I've got a, a little bit of a pad already built in. Almost a week's worth of running built in. So that's good. Um, Health wise, very good. Except for the blister. My um, left foot running in those vibrams developed a blister just behind the toes. So you, uh, I've used these blister pads. Dr. Scholes makes them. So this Band-Aid. And they work really, really well. But this blister was so big. And... Uh, I didn't put a pad on it until after I'd actually run twice. And so it really couldn't help it. So um so anyway, I got this blister. After two straight days, it was it's a little too bad for me to run on, so I gave it a break. I sat out one day and then I ran the next day. And uh, felt okay, but it actually made a second blister behind the first one. Kind of an ad- almost like an addition to the blister. So, took another day off. 
Um, and then got some new strips, bandaged it up really good, and then I went for another run on the treadmill on the last day I was there, but cut it short for a couple of reasons. One was we didn't have as much time as we thought we had, and the second reason was that my foot was really bothering me. So all in all, the trip was good. The week was good. I didn't get a ton of running done in DC, but I got enough. And uh, I'm quite happy with that. Um, Diet-wise, I was good. I ate. Nice thing about NBC Sweets is they have that breakfast downstairs. So I had my normal breakfast every day, which was great. Stayed on track there. <clears throat> and then I either had lunch or dinner. And then if, whichever one I missed just kind of ate a healthy snack because we were eating out it's really hard to eat out with your wife when you've been gone for seven months and only have a you know 500 calorie meal <laughs> so I don't drink so that's not a problem but I do love food I was still good though I didn't eat anything fried or nasty. I had a nice steak one night. Had some curry another night. Piece of seafood on the salad another day. So ate really well. So all in all, training's going very well. In fact, my pace, without thinking about it, has really picked up. Um, I'm just jogging right now although I have to admit I'm a little winded but my coasting speed um, used to be an 11 minute mile now I'm comfortably coasting at about 940 maybe even less so for all you beginning runners out there don't fret. If you're going slow at first, even if you're walking, don't worry about it. I'm telling you, before you know it, you'll be running at speeds that were your sprints not very long ago. Alright, that's enough for the training update. I'll take a short break. And uh, we'll talk about the last of my tips for beginning runners moderation see you in a minute This morning on the wrong side of the bed 
I do just what they say And the morning blue is warning you The Sabbath branch is storming through In the dawn of the morning blue Just take me Blocking that wind. Let's talk about moderation. The first tips segments um, we talked about motivation, mindset, and medical. So those were podcasts four and five. If you want to listen to those, I highly recommend. Starting with those, you'll understand 
my mindset and my view and motivation. Um, and you'll also understand that I'm not a running expert, guys. I'm a beginner trying to get out of the beginning stages. And, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. And by doing this, I mean failing. So I've got a lot of experience on experience about the pitfalls, what to do to avoid, you know, those pitfalls, to avoid stalled starts in your running. So just before I start, I'm not an expert, I'm not a doctor, not a running coach. I'm just a guy who's been wanting to be a runner for a long time, 20-something years, and it's finally there. Okay, so moderation. This, although not the most important of the topics that I've talked about, this was the topic that was my greatest downfall. My wife will tell you that I am terrible at moderation. Alright, let's get sidetracked for here. I'll let you guys listen to the Wesden doing his call to prayer. Pretty weird. Anyway, moderation has been my downfall. I gotta be quiet again. has been my downfall. Um, my pattern is that I get motivated. I also procrastinate. I set a really high goal. Don't give myself enough time to do it. Go at it full bore. 120%. Injure myself and or burn out. And then fall way short. I know I'm not a, by myself in that. That's a fairly common pattern. So if any of you can relate, then this will make sense to you. So moderation is something I struggle mightily with. And I have found that over time, there's a couple things that help me uh, with moderation. One of those is finding people who are in the same kind of condition or situation that I'm in with the same goals and hang with them, talk to them to keep my mind where it needs to be. I gotta tell you, if you're hanging out with people who've been athletes their whole lives and you're a beginning runner, you're going to feel like a schmuck for a long time. No matter how nice and understanding and supportive those people are. Because they've just never been there. They'll try to relate. But they, they've never been there. So they don't understand the struggle like 
the way it really is. So find some people that that get it. And then read, read, read. I think I talked about this already in a previous episode, but you've got to get educated. Let's talk about some tricks. One is a conversational pace means that you're going to converse while you're running. That's hard to do when you're really out of shape. So if you're a brand new runner and you can't do what I'm doing right now very comfortably, you know, just kind of talking, a few words, take a breath, a few words, take a breath, then you're running too hard. And if you're barely running, then that means you probably need to walk. That's very hard to do, especially if you're motivated. You really want to run, but I promise you, you'll burn out, you'll hurt yourself. And even though you think you're fast tracking it, you're really slow tracking it. So you gotta moderate. For example, um, in the past, what I would do is I would wait until two months before my physical fitness test to start trying to get ready for it. Two months. If you're losing two and a half pounds a week, two months is 20 pounds. I was 70 pounds overweight, guys. I was 40 pounds from being in any kind of shape to run a decent mile and a half. So I would procrastinate to the point where I had to lose five pounds a week. Try to lose five pounds a week. You gotta be on the Biggest Loser show with a professional trainer. You have to work hours and hours a day to do that. Or you can try to starve yourself, which won't work either. But from a running standpoint, you gotta lose that weight so that you can get in shape. So I would, I would wait, try to set this insane goal, overtrain, and then eventually, because I'm out of shape, overweight and pushing too hard, I would hurt myself. Happened every single time. So you gotta moderate. You gotta start early. You gotta give yourself reasonable goals short-term goals that you can achieve, longer-term goals to aspire to, and you gotta moderate. You'll be surprised. To tell you how it's different now, I've actually been trying to hold myself back, and I'm having a hard time doing it, because even at these more moderate goals, at a more moderate pace, my fitness is outpacing my goals like right now my goal is to train at about a 10 minute per mile pace and I'm forcing myself to slow down but my fitness level has gotten so good that my body just gravitates towards a 9 minute mile pace it's a great feeling But the only reason I'm here 
is because in the beginning, I disciplined myself to moderate. I didn't starve myself. I had the energy to go work out. I ran short distances. When I first started, I would walk run a lot, and then eventually I could run, and then eventually add some distance. Another quick story, not too long ago, in fact, I talked about it on my first podcast, I was getting in better shape running here, and so I decided that I would push up my running totals, so I did. Increased them by about 50% in one week. What do you think happened? I got injured. I hurt my calf. And I had to sit out. Luckily, I had been down that road so many times. I knew I was injured. And I sat out quickly. And so I was able to heal quickly. So moderation is really key. What else do I want to talk about with moderation? We talked about pace, you know, conversational pace. Um, moderation also means, you know, not trying to do too much, but also with weight loss having a realistic expectation. We talked about earlier that your body um, likes to lose about two pounds a week. That's kind of a sustainable thing. If you're trying to lose more than that, you're going to have to have the time in the day to work out that much. Because you need to eat. I, uh, I'm the victim of many diets. Atkins, South Beach, you know, others that I can't remember the names, but basically low carb, low fat, low sugar, calorie restriction, you name it, I did it. Doesn't work, you know why? Because it's not just about diet. Now I gotta tell you, diet is crucial, but not a diet, your diet. It's not about Atkins or South Beach. It's about you changing your lifestyle. And that's what I've done. You know? And I didn't do it over a short period of time. Took me a long, long time to do. Took a lot of failures. But I can tell you the only thing that works for me is to eat like I want to eat but in moderation. I like sweets, guys. So I have some candy during the day. I have ice cream almost every meal, except breakfast. But it's just a little bit. It's a quarter cup, you know? It's just enough to satisfy my sweet tooth and reward myself for a good day. I eat lots of veggies. I eat a lot of fiber. I eat a lot of fruit. <clears throat> I follow basically a protein to carbohydrate to fat plan of 30, 30, 40. 
So 30 protein, 30 fat, 40 carbohydrates. And I eat about 2,000 calories a day. That's what I do. Come on, dude. Hang on, guys. All right, here we go. It wasn't until I moderated, i.e. not picking out, but also not starving or denying myself that I was able to find this balance. And the balance means that when I have a bad day, 2,500 calorie day, you know, maybe even 3,000, it is no problem for me to pull down to 1,500 calories. Easy to do. I do it all the time. So that's really what I wanted to talk about. There's other things to talk about. There's equipment. I'm a tech guy, so I run with a GPS watch. I use a heart rate monitor. I wear my Go Wear Fit band on my arm, which tells me precisely how many calories I burn throughout the day. <clears throat> got other stuff too so I'm a tech guy we could talk about shoes but we'll save all that for another day let's talk non-running non uh, Air Force stuff real quick I was coming back on this trip I bought an iPad I told you I was a tech guy anyway I bought an iPad and I loaded up a couple of episodes of Dexter on it. My wife is hooked on Dexter. At first, I was resistant because it's kind of dark. If if you don't know what it is, really quickly, this guy is a, works for the police department as a, a blood splatter expert. He knows everything there is to know about blood. But secretly, He's a psychopath. His dad figured out who he was early in his life, and his dad trained him so that when he has to satisfy his psychopathic urges, he only does it on evil people. So he only kills other killers. So he uses his access as a police department employee to figure out who's getting away with crime terrible crimes when he figures out that they're definitely guilty he kills them and it's pretty brutal it's a very dark show in that way but it's also extremely interesting the guy's mindset he's got a relationship with a with a lady and how that goes his sister So that's a very interesting show. Anyway, I downloaded three episodes. They're about an hour long. I put them on my iPad. So that was about three hours of a 12-hour flight. I really enjoyed them. Wished I had downloaded two more. The rest of the time, I just watched episodes of Family Guy, 
which is hilarious. And uh, and I read a lot. I slept a little bit. I don't sleep good on airplanes. So, I didn't sleep much, but I slept a little. Alright, let's see if I can get across this road. Traffic's bad. <clears throat> Maybe somebody will let me cross. Alright. Okay. Almost done. I'll see you guys inside. Thanks for coming on a run with me. Talk to you in a little bit. Alright guys, thanks for hanging with me on that run. Um, I apologize for the noise. I'm still working with that mic and trying to make sure that the, the noise level's down. That On that run it sounded like my shirt was rubbing on the mic pretty good, so I hope it wasn't too bad for you guys. Um, tried to filter it out, but uh, could only do so much. Not that smart with the filters yet. Um, but anyway, the um, last time I read some reader mail from someone named Manon from Germany and I told you guys that I thought that uh, Manon was a guy well I got a very funny email back from Manon informing me that she's definitely not a guy um, so I apologize Manon, uh, she had a really good sense of humor about it so I appreciate that thanks to the folks who've been sending me notes on uh, email and Twitter, I really appreciate it um and uh, I'm looking forward to doing more podcasts uh, in the future. It's good to be back in Baghdad um, and settled in, but I sure enjoyed my time in uh, D.C. And, uh, you know, running on the treadmill is not great, but running on a treadmill next to my wife is uh, really superb and not something I get to do here. So it was really good to see her and spend time with her and have dinner with her. So it was uh, awesome. Also want to give a quick shout out to a buddy of mine, uh, Reggie, who um, I talk to on Skype every now and then, and we just spent some time uh, earlier this evening um, sending messages back and forth on Skype. It's always fun to talk to him. He's one of those guys who, you know, early in my life was a big influence, and uh, we kind of parted ways a little bit as we both went, around, went on with our careers and our lives. And now that uh, we're both reaching military retirement age, we've gotten back in touch. And uh, so it's been fantastic. So, Reg, it was great talking to you today. And uh, I'm sure we're going to talk a lot more uh, over the years. So, all right, folks, this is Episode 6 of Running Crunch. Uh, hope Thanks for listening. As always, the music um, is Josh Woodward. Um, and I downloaded it off of www.jamendo.com. Uh, you can find the, the podcast on iTunes if you just search for Running Crunch. Um, or you can find it on the, the blog, which is runningcrunch.blogspot.com. And uh, I can be reached on email at runningcrunch uh, at gmail.com. So... Thanks for listening and let's go.